This is David Altschuler. Welcome to A Concerted Effort, a non-technical exploration of some seriously good music. When you go to a play, an art museum, or a theater, you expect certain emotions to be engaged, romance, or tragedy, or playfulness. But you also expect some unusual mood to be evoked, some quirk of the author, painter, or movie director. But music, because it often plays a supporting role, is expected to remain more predictable, victorious, or yearning, or happy, or sad, not much else. My late father used to say, when you get into something very deeply, it becomes quite interesting. So let's dig deeply into a symphony by an unusual 20th century composer that only people who are quite serious about classical music know much about. The British composer Malcolm Arnold wrote nine symphonies. We will explore his symphony number five. The opening minute is rather puzzling, but then he offers a frisky melody with vivid brass and percussion. There's both darkness and frivolity in Arnold, perhaps because he was one of many members of his family plagued with depression and self-destructiveness. A perceptive critic once wrote, Arnold always needs to qualify his happiness. The second movement starts with a romantic sentimental melody that would fit into a grade B movie tearjerker. He varies this and offers some contrasting music later on. Mm -hmm. 
Let's hear that main tune again as it ends this movement. It's the key to the symphony when it returns in the final fourth movement. Arnold admired popular music, like Duke Ellington's jazz. In his late 40s, Arnold conducted the London Philharmonic in a concert that included John Lord's rock and roll group Deep Purple, and he admired the American musical West Side Story. To my mind, the third movement of the symphony suggests the quiet tension of West Side Story's Cool, when gang members are anticipating a gang fight. Here's a segment from Cool. And here's part of Arnold's third movement. Notice that here also, tension is accentuated by avoiding any full-blown melody, just melodic fragments with sharp rhythmic interruptions.
Now the last movement, with its surprising ending. It begins seriously, but then slips into another frivolous march that wants to accompany toy soldiers. There's a hint of darkness, reminding us of the animated movie Toy Story 1, where the teen next door liked to destroy the toys he played with. Now let's closely examine the shocking final two minutes of this symphony. Remember that sad love theme from the second movement? It now erupts gloriously with the entire orchestra. We expect a satisfying victory as this tune sweeps away all sadness. A dramatic cliché, but still enjoyable. Not so fast. After a minute of that tune, some wrong notes poke through. In just a few seconds, before we know what's happening, some quick pounding chords, and then all is quiet. Just a numb elegy on the violins, some distant church bells, and then the symphony ends on low strings as they roll to a halt like a bowling ball on a damp lawn. It's all over. Desolate. Nothing like what we were promised. Let's hear those final two movements now. Arnold seems to be saying, yes, I know how you wanted it to end, but life doesn't always do what we want. With that introduction, here is Malcolm Arnold's imaginative and disappointing Symphony Number no. 5.
I hope you found this interesting and with some understandable ambivalence, enjoyable. Thanks for listening.